Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Looks good when I dance, dance. Don't pump iron, just dance, dance. Leg warmers when I dance. Crocs on my feet and a headband. Some other move. This is what you gotta do. Ain't no treadmill. No, no, no. Ain't no bicycle. No, no, no. Do do it on a yoga mat? No, no, no. It's from shaking that. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superficial Magic, the most magical place on the internet. I am so excited. I can barely contain it. Um, today's guest is Celie Connick. Am I saying this correctly, yes, Celie? Amazing. Okay. Um, you are a massage therapist. Yes. You're a Reiki healer. Yeah. You are an astrology nerd, in your own words. Thank you for putting it that way. Yes. Also a rock nerd. Yes. So you're the perfect woman. Basically. Okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. The nerd is valuable. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> so there's a lot to cover with you because you pretty much know everything. Um, I wouldn't, I can't say that, but I'm willing to learn everything. We talked for about 20 seconds and you went and grabbed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven books off of a shelf. Um, so I feel like you're ready to get into it. Well, this, this, I feel like I am a collector of information mm. And even um, I've just kind of always been that way. And thankfully, I work in a capacity where people come to me for information that happens to all be in one place, but it's other people's wisdom that are in some of these books that are right here. And I don't have them all in right now. Mm. But these ones are very valuable to me. I love the Vortex, Esther mm -hmm. and Jerry That's Hicks. That's probably my favorite of Abraham's work. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, somebody just told me this morning, remember just language of emotions. Yes, you're right. Somebody just told me Who that. Who was it? Um, I believe it was Patrick. Um, love me mm -hmm. some Patrick. Mm -hmm. wow. um, yeah, language of emotions. Uh, Carla McLaren, who is a true delight. She's somebody who um, has gained a lot of wisdom through trauma, mm. which I think a lot of people do which is why it's important to be a hot damn mess. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Party of one. <laughs> <you know? laughs> because um, Carla, when reading her book, she is a little bit, um, this book specifically, um, she talks a lot about empathy. Mm. And she, am I cutting you off here? Oh my God, okay. no. Okay, because I'll talk all day. <laughs> and I'm caffeinated. So, um, Get in here, I love it. I've been working on my podcast voice, which didn't come through for me today, but it's okay. Um, so Carla McLaren has, um, she was kind of brought up in the metaphysical community and she has had a little bit of um, trauma okay. in, in that being brought up that way. Um, she had some things that kind of weren't good enough for her. Right. But it's, so you can sense that in the book when you read it. Mm. Even though we are in the metaphysical community and we really value a lot of this, it's definitely worth it to read through the stuff, even though she has had some kind of issues with it. Yeah. You know, we all, whatever, humans right. are still involved, then you still are going to have some problems, mm. you know, in any, anywhere you go. But she has the most beautiful thing I've ever 
read about love. Ooh, can I read it to you? Please. Okay. <laughs> She's like, okay, uh, page 36. Actually, page 123. Oh my gosh. You better ask somebody. Silly. <laughs> Uh, this is when I read this I'm so nervous right now okay. <laughs> so she's about to start talking at this point in the book she's about to start talking about the specific motion emotions okay so she's talking about um, the emotion what it means why it arises how to channel it properly oh my god how to deal with it when other people are having that emotion around you and oh she's my not gosh just talking about the emotions that are considered negative she's talking about joy as well all of wow. these emotions how they evolved how they came to be why they came to be so but to start this off she talks she says this we're about to learn about emotions so let's talk about something that's not an emotion this is delightful get ready i'm ready i'm so excited what is that <laughs> she says, when an emotion is healthy it arises only when it's needed it shifts and changes in response to its environment and it recedes willingly once it ad it's addressed an issue. Ooh. Party foul. Party foul. I, I was saying ooh to what you were saying, okay. not to my stupid phone <laughs> and beeping. I was shaming you. She talks about shame. I was shaming you. That was, that was happening. Um, so she says um, love or emotions recede willingly once they've addressed an issue. When love is healthy, it does none of these things. If emotions repeat themselves endlessly or appear with the same exact intensity over and over again, then something's wrong. Yet real love is a steadfast promise that repeats itself endlessly through life and beyond death. Love does not increase or decrease in response to its environment, and it does not change with the changing winds. Love is not an emotion. It doesn't behave the same way emotions do. Real love isn't a category of its own. Oh what, my Bella? gosh, yeah. that's that beautiful. And she, um, she talks about a, a lot of uh, tribal needs that we have. The way that, you know, humans haven't evolved as fast as like technology has mm -hmm. and how some of the processes that we really need are missing now so much is left out of mm -hmm. people's experiences and it's yeah so sad like grief mm -hmm. like grief I was talking to a woman the other day who um sh there was like all dry eyes at her mother's funeral you know oh my goodness and so nobody got to really like add their tears to the river and really have that um that rite of passage of, yeah of, of grief so there's a lot of things that we just are not we're stuff just, down we ignore just, we need to learn from our tribal mm -hmm. people and just a sense of community like exactly. yeah it's so important and it's so difficult to maintain it sometimes in this current world yeah. so and especially i mean you guys are living in the city and you have um i'm sure it seems small if you live there long enough right you do you guys both live yep. in LA? Mm -hmm. um so that you know keeping that sense of community the way that you do it with this yeah it's really cool oh it's that's a, so good i didn't think of it, that yeah fatter community mm-hmm you know like make your own yeah like your little own absolutely rule book i like that make your own tribe we're evolving mm. i'm so grateful for my tribe it's just ridiculous i'm nothing without them yeah i relate to that and i think that term is really important tribe because we all have our place within that mm. and carla talks a lot about trauma and how, as tribal peoples, we, um, we knew how important trauma was. We scheduled it. We had scheduled traumas. When you reached this age, you had to 
you know, slay the bear or get the tattoo or do Sundance or, mm. you know, whatever the, the, the culture said. What if you didn't get a film into Sundance? <laughs> <laughs> then guess what? You are no longer going to be able to be an ascended member of the tribe. Okay, cool. You. <laughs> so that, that kind of thing shows that we used to have the wisdom of trauma once you come through it, once you, once you go through that process and your tribe welcomes you back, mm. then, you, then you step into this place where you, your tribe looks at you and says, I know that you know. Yeah. And what, and she covers this all in the book, so there's no reason for me to hash this. Read this book. Um, I'm, I'm going to buy it it's today. Great. It's so great. It's a bear. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. In. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to take in. And like I said, um, some of the stuff that she's gone through with the metaphysical community, please still take it in because she has so much good information about um, everything. I, I was just reading an article about Whitney Cummings, the comedian. <laughs> Did you see this? And like, I think it was the New York Times. No. She was grieving her father dying. Mm. And so she went to go stay at like a coyote or a wolf sanctuary um to get in tune with their like and, pack. These, are, and these are animals who know about tribe mm-hmm. they know about community and places your place mm-hmm. yeah and it's just so important i a lot of listeners are women there's a few men shout out to the men i love I you guys know. so much Thank for you. there's more and more of you mm. who are involved in this we love you so so much um but for women i feel like it's even extra important to have that mm-hmm you know, connection with other women and like to just sit in a circle with each other and be and like, kudos to Whitney for knowing that she needed to, um, honor that mm-hmm. I'm grieving. This isn't just a nothing. Exactly. And people try and speed you through grief so much. It's just ridiculous. Oh yeah. You're okay. Right. You're good. You're doing all right. You're, mm-hmm. You look fine. You look great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. I feel better now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's just, yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend came over last night, um, for the, Full blood moon, blue moon. Jessica told me not to say. <laughs> um, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. She was like, "Don't use." She was like, "Don't use tropical references because you don't know when you're gonna release everything." So like, oh, okay. this you know might come out in a month, and people will be like, "What are you doing?" And but whatever, this oh, was okay. last night. Right. It might be later. You know, well, wink, well, wink. This is something that people are gonna remember for a long time, so it's okay. Okay, it's great, cool, a significant event. Okay, okay, perfect. Uh, you did great, Jessica. She was a shoot in on that, but you did you you did everything right. I had my friend Dana over, Dana from the podcast. Okay. And, and she's a Scorpio, is this true? Yes. Okay. We put out a big blanket. We played music because I have a big backyard. We danced under the moon. We burnt all of our like fears we want to let go of. We um I love this. we listened to an Abraham Hicks video, like laying on our tummies, kicking our feet. We lit sage, we lit I love- all of it oh, I'm and it was just amazing and then um i smoked a lot of weed and took a three-hour bath that felt like two minutes and i was like a little wrinkled up pear this i can't think of a single thing that you needed <laughs> was there wine yeah okay yeah no it was that the was perfect full circle perfect <laughs> it was the perfect so what this new moon do you know what it means? Because I still don't really. You no, know, I. One of my um, valued astrologers came in today, and she mentioned that um, it wasn't just the eclipse and the supermoon. It's also also was in Leo. So, Leo energy. Um, wait, did 
Did she say it's in Leo or did she say it's in Aquarius? I can find this out. I have references in my store. Of course you do. Um, We're at the Mystic Merchant, by the way. Can I shut that? Oh, out? yeah, of course. Mystic Merchant. It's solving beautiful. California. It's beautiful. Yes, Mystic Merchant. So um, the Leo energy, full moon in, in Leo is like a full reflection of the sun, which is what Leo is. So the moon, that fat, reflecting the sun energy. Leo is very um, unapologetic, shining, mm. um, very... Uh, Owning your power, owning your creativity, mm-hmm. having um, a, a faithfulness and a, a willingness to shine your light. Oh, you know? yeah. Really um, like like dragonfly medicine in a way, like really reflecting your light in a good way. Like uh, my, my main thing is avoidance and hiding. So it's pretty much the exact opposite of everything I want to do. Capricorn thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you, you still stepped into it and we still, we all have aspects of all of the signs, I think. Mm. You know? So, um, yesterday I was feeling very ceremonial. I, by some fluke had the afternoon off and I, um, I purged a lot. I cleaned out my creativity section, which was interesting. In cool. Feng shui. I'm a feng shui nerd. Add that to the list. Oh my gosh. Rewind. Put it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, my relationship section, which I don't just consider romance and my, um, creativity is- section was affected by this. So it was really, um, purge, clean, organize, dust, mm. enhance, just mm. fun. I just was inspired. I put all my crystals it. out in the sunshine. And does it feel like a new you? Um, this year has been already, I really have felt very different. This 2018 has been felt, feeling really good to me. Really me charged, too. Really forward looking. Yeah. Um, I feel different. Yeah. And also for me personally, um, number cycles are really number. <laughs> I'm a number nerd. That I, <laughs> that. I, ha- I do have uh, numerology written okay, down so that's and it's book. underlined. <laughs> Because Nicole, our friend, mm-hmm. said that you are amazing at numerology. I'm. Uh, this arose from hot message. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you use message, is it? Okay, so is that hot massage? I thought I you think were doing. That's hot messery, is what I meant. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so some of my, so I've literally had one sip of wine. I don't know what's happening. I'm overcaffeinated. I'm excited. I'm nervous. No, so, you're uh, so perfect. <laughs> so, um, some of my uh childhood recipe involved um i think some ocd probably yeah same so when i was um when i was little i know i was like counting and doing some kind mm-hmm. of uh try and control your environment type stuff and what i noticed was part of it came out in me um feeling like i was getting messages from the uh digital clock so oh. I would look at the clock and the number, if I would add it together, whatever numbers were there, always somehow hit me as significant. Yep. So I didn't realize this was like a diagnosable thing <laughs> because <laughs> that kind of stuff wasn't available to me. <laughs> um, and at some point I worked in numbers when I was younger. I always worked in like banking and accounting and auditing, that kind of thing, because I loved numbers, but I was just really linked. And I was like, that was kind of my window for getting information. And then. Um, I noticed I have a friend named Lorna who always really celebrated that in me. Mm. And I noticed I was able to help people by breaking down their numbers and blah, blah, blah. So each year, um, you, you're on your birthday, you start a new cycle. So I'm in a brand new cycle that started, um, right before, uh, 2018 started. Same. December 29th. 
So it's a nice, fresh mm-hmm. um, energy for me where I'm starting a new uh, cycle, needing to learn new stuff, needing to educate myself. So right now I'm, I'm willing to, since I'm in a one year, which I could nerd out so much on what that means to people, mm. but you could totally edit all of this out. <laughs> no, um, give it to us. So uh, starting a new cycle for me on my birthday, if you add my birthday up with the year that we were in at the end of the year last year on my birthday, which would be 2017. Um, I uh, I started a, a new beginning, a fresh of a nine-year cycle. So I really feel very infused by this year, and part of it is probably just my numerology mm. uh, of, my, of my new cycle. But um, I know what your cycle is because my mom is in the same cycle as you since you guys have the same birthday. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I know, but I'm going to figure it out right now. Look at her go. She's writing down the numbers. Freaking out. <laughs> Uh, 14, 15, 16, 17. So you're in a five-year freedom and discipline. I'm going to fact check that. Look at this. So um, it it turns out I don't have to break you down (laughs) in front of everybody. Oh, no, you can. You can. Oh, I would love that. Really? You can be like, you're an (laughs) absolute bitch. And I'll be like, I know it. (laughs) (laughs) One, seven. Okay. So, oh, a six year. Is that true? 12 plus 2 plus 2 plus 9. Okay, so the way you figure this out, peoples, is um, you take your birthday and you add it to whatever year we're in. So Megan, on December 29th, 2017, started her sixth year. Um, So this is about, um, for some reason I think that's wrong, 5, 14, 15, 16, 17, Okay, no, that's correct. Okay, so she's in her sixth year, which is about vision and acceptance. So it's... But really, wait, but if it's 2018, is that what... So you started on your birthday. You oh. Your sixth year. In 2018, you're going to start your sixth I year. I see. So your new year starts on your birthday. Got it. So that is not fun. It's really crazy. So... <laughs> yes. It, it's fun to ha- kind of have your own new year. Okay. Anyway, so that you can also stay focused on what it is that year is vibrating and supporting you in. So this year for you supports you in having a high vision for how um, things can go. Um, it's also a time where um, you need to accept how things went before. Mm. A good mm-hmm. affirmation is... Um, it's cool because that's how it happened. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to have to get I, used to that I one. Louise Hay would really be proud of that. <laughs> it's cool because that's how it went down. That's cool because that's how it went down. That's how it went down. So just like relaxing, hanging loose in your shoulders and just yep. like wrapping acceptance around whatever's gone before. But it's also a time where you attract. You're like, it's like you've already gone through your foundational time. You think about nature. You think about like a tree or a plant where it's already gone through the weeble wobblies where I'm at in my new beginnings. It's already branched out and and um, learned from other partners. Mm. It's already gone through the time of setting boundaries and of um, being sensitive mm-hmm. and of really getting your foundation under you. Um, and then what you ended, uh, what you were working through most of the year was your freedom and discipline. So mm. disciplining yourself. Mm-hmm. creating more freedoms for yourself because of your discipline. Ah, that really resonates. Yeah. So um, if you have a hard time with discipline, then a five year is hard to work through. Mm. Um, I have a hard time with mm-hmm. five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you when you really set, and being a Capricorn, this is um, 
kind of a talent that you would have anyways, just to really be an authority for yourself and go, no, here's what works for me. Here's what doesn't. I know because all this, all these contributors that I had, mm-hmm. some of them had my best interest at heart. Some of them didn't. Right. <laughs> and then you just kind of go, well, I'm my own authority. And if I want to, if I want to free up money, then I discipline my own money. I'm mm. the decider of this. Mm. And then if I want to free up my time, I discipline my time. So, um, it's a time that you started a podcast in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that's 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 a freedom and discipline type of thing to do right. in a five-year. Right. It's, it's this kind of thing that goes along with a five-year. And then, so on your birthday in 2017, you started your six-year. So this is about, okay, that's what went down. Right. I, I now, and this is really important. Um, it's really important when you're in a six-year to really keep an eye on... Um, the inner criticism thing, the perfectionist, Mm. the six is a perfectionist number. Mm. So you really need to watch, um, how that limits you, how that stifles your creativity, stops your flow. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not acceptance. Mm -hmm. It's not self-criticism is not acceptance. And we, and we do need to listen to, you know, our, our own shames and honor them and go, okay, well now I'm aligning myself with my integrity, right? But don't get stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially in a six year, it gets really. Huh. That is so crazy. So you add, so you, so you write your birthday down, mm-hmm. and then the year, mm-hmm. and then you add them all up. Yep. And then you can go online and find what year. Or you could read this book. This yes, one right here, so, "The Life You Were Born to Live" by Dan Millman, who also wrote "The Way of the Peaceful Warrior." Oh, good book. Yes. Who? Uh, this is nothing like that book. This is a numerology <laughs> book that's based on. It looks very thick too. Very dense but book. But it's because it's about everybody. It's got everybody's numbers. Mm. In it. And I don't know what your number is. What year are you born? Do you mind telling? Oh me? no, not you about 1983. Okay, right on. Oh, you're a piggy. <laughs> um, nope. I meant year of the pig. Chinese zodiac. I was not calling her a pig. Just. Uh, <laughs> You're a pig. You're pig. Big. I'm like, oh, um, thanks. <laughs> can I have good some today. Reiki now? <laughs> right. Can you heal me from that? <laughs> Hurt me, heal me. Okay. 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 I got you. Okay. I have to double check this because I don't like that. I actually have a calculator in the store that I enjoy using. It's on the counter. Would you be so kind? It's on the counter next to the register. So how did you get these two numbers? Okay, so I took your birthday uh-huh. and the year you were born. So you have 12, 29, 1 plus 2, plus 2, plus 9. It's 1983 equals 35. Okay, so this is an awesome number. Thank you so much. Okay. I should have had that with me. Okay, so this is... Can I do this? Yes. Because I'll go off. Okay. Thank you. So... Um, First, I want to tell you, in this book, he refers to this number combination as the number of the genius. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And here's why. I've been trying to tell you guys that for a really long time. Okay, so this is why the five year last year was so significant for you. <clears throat> because you have a five in your numerology. So mm. this goes, in level of importance, it goes, so so everybody knows, Miss um, Megan is a 35 slash 8. So in most numerology, people would just look at you as an 8. Mm. And they wouldn't know why you're so sensitive mm. and they wouldn't know why you need to write and sing and, and communicate so much. And they wouldn't know why you need to be your own boss. Mm-hmm. Um, they would just look at you as like a prosperity person, mm. like a power person. They wouldn't um, know how you got to be that way. Got so that's it. what's great about this book. Okay. 
is it breaks down how you got to be your destiny number. So 35 is the adding up of all of them. Mm -hmm. And then the eight is from where? The eight is three plus five equals eight. And got in, it. in numerology, it, it's really simple. They break you down to your one number. Got it. And this doesn't. This this takes into consideration what makes up Amazing. your total Amazing. So it's the most dominant thing for you. Got it. Three being the least dominant, but it's very important. Three is about sensitivity and expression. Three people are very um, absorbent, spongy people. They're mm -hmm. very empathic. They need their need, their life purpose is to suck all that up since they can't really help it and then communicate it out. Um, speak on behalf of the community. Mm. Um, what you're taking in these human situations needs to get out of your body so that your throat and your tummy don't get all jacked up. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that includes like thyroid, all kind of digestion issues just from being so sensitive. Mm -hmm. So um, that's like, like a writer letter, the three. That's the sensitive people. Some people are just threes. They're thirties. Oh, gosh. And it's, yeah, it's, or they're 33s. <laughs> 33 uh, slash yeah. six, which is what my mom is anyways. So um, then the five is about freedom and discipline. This combination is great for being like a freelance writer, somebody mm. who does their own thing, you know, like doesn't have to punch a clock. Yeah. You determine what you, mm -hmm. you punch your own clock. You set your thing. You tune into yourself that day and say, what, what is in my greatest and highest good today? Mm. What's in alignment with my integrity, with my body, with my spirit, with my mind, with my emotions? Mm. And then move from that instead of letting someone dictate to you. So grant yourself permission on that because that's really freeing. It's so funny. We were talking about this all morning. So yeah. very interesting. So it's just in the consciousness. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm glad I'm picking up on what you're <laughs> Sing us your witch vibes, yeah. which we are so grateful for. <laughs> so then um, three plus five equaling eight. And this is, there's a lot more to this, and they go into detail in this book. But um, eight is a power number. It's um, really important when you have eight energy to... Um, be in integrity with your finances. Ooh. Be in integrity mm. with your power mm. and really be conscious of um, good, healthy boundaries uh, regarding people who might want to take that power and that abundance energy that you have and, and use it for themselves. Like kind of use it to get me back in the three state. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a typical posture for three people. Mm -hmm. just, you know. I have my hand over my lower tummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm on thyroid medication. Okay. Yeah. So, ooh, ooh, okay. ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Ooh, so, ooh. and the, the thyroid issues, neck issues, any kind of cervical spine issues, very common with um, three people. So, how do I stop being a three? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't. You have to reincarnate into a body that wasn't born on these days. Um, so, you really knowing. I have three in my numerology as well. And when I was younger, I just thought I was nuts. I didn't realize that a lot of the emotional stuff I was picking up on, physical stuff, mm -hmm. I would pick up on people's physical stuff, which is part of why I got into massage therapy. Because uh. I always had that draw to help people. My hands would go right to where they're hurting. But it's because I could feel it in my body, which, hello, mm -hmm. that's not okay. Right. Like, we need boundaries. Mm -hmm. We need boundaries. So I was very thankful to learn some practices that helped me um, stay compassionately detached um i love that compassionately yeah. detached yeah, yeah that and a lot of that came with reiki a lot mm. of that came with um learning reiki which i use every single day of my life mm. and um my 
Ooh, cheers, Reiki. That was perfect that timing. Twitch, but sounded cool. Um, uh, my my Reiki teacher. That's something that she um, really embodied really well. She mm. wasn't. You know, I would always have that. Like, I got. I have to fix it. I have to help. I have to. You know, I I wanted to help. I wanted. I want everybody to heal themselves. You know. Yes. And I had a lot of different things, which maybe they were called for, maybe not. You know, whatever my upbringing was, was maybe just I was too sensitive for it. Mm. So I had a lot of different things I needed to um, heal. And so I had that drive to help others. So um, I think being a three is an asset. Yeah. (laughs) You're using it in a way that is beneficial. It is hard on the body if you don't have an outlet. But you write. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. So you're on mm-hmm. the path, and when you when you get things stuck there, mm-hmm. um, like <laughs> where your thyroid is getting um, freaked out, it's that same throat chakra. So you really do need to make sure you're honoring your need to get the shit out. Get it. You uh, yeah. sucked it up. Put it out in one way or another. Mm. So singing it, and you can even just like sing like what you saw at the grocery store write it out it doesn't have to be profound mm. and i'm a big fan of um burning my journal pages i just went and got a um i was going to burn them scary because i didn't want to burn down los angeles right. so i went to target bought a paper shredder shredded everything mm-hmm. threw the shreds away returned the paper shredder give me five ah <laughs> 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 I appreciate this. I appreciate this. This is frugality. Mm. This is your prosperity number coming in mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did that last week. I, I shredded so many journals. So I, sent, I had a boyfriend read my journal when I was like 18. Fucker. And then, and then it like, granted, I allowed this to happen, but it shut this down to where my expression was not honest. Yeah. Even in my journaling, I would still filter what I was writing and and a lot of that was self criticism, like that's not profound enough. And and I love this podcast because I'm like I'll press pause and like go write. Like it inspires me to write. I really love that. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love I noticed that. that. A couple times, um, I think I was listening to. Well, I think there were three that I was listening to where I was like, I got, and I don't have those pages because there was things that I wanted to mention here and whatever. And it's obviously not. Oh my gosh, that. that's the highest compliment. I really loved that. I really Thank loved you. that because I do. That is something that I need as well, mm-hmm. and a lot of people do. I think in general we need, do need to be expressing and writing so that we don't talk so damn much, especially if you're in a relationship with a man. We're we're doing the artist way. The superficial magic group is right now. I I heard that. Mm-hmm. I heard that. I loved. It helps so much to write three pages and get it out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And anybody who's, um, you know, in cahoots with like Louise Hay trying to get us to journal, Mm. like this woman here, Mm -hmm. um, your handwriting can change your life by Vanna Rogers. Okay. So this, this Mm -hmm. is awesome. This is awesome. And I'll, and I'll tell you why I think this. (laughs) Yeah. I've never heard of this book. No. Okay. Jess and I are both just like listening so so excited. Thank you for letting me nerd out. Okay. (laughs) So I was listening to Louise Hay's, uh, Louise Hay, what I forget which, which of her affirmation CDs. It was like, don't be crazy. You can heal your life. Something like bitch be cool. Yeah. Or whatever it was. (laughs) And she was saying something about how, and she was a great teacher of this where she's like, don't ever think that you have to stop learning or, or stop expanding. That's not how the universe works. Like your personified aspect of the universe, keep kicking ass no matter what. So mm-hmm. she talks about how 
she started art in her 50s or whatever. I forget which CD this was, but she's like, um, in my 60s, I did started yoga. I started ballroom dance. I started, I, she had to start like a kid's art class. Oh my gosh. And then she mentions how she was inspired by um, the work of Vimala Rogers. Um, handwriting, like it's, you know how they can analyze your handwriting? Yeah. So this is kind of, you work it from the backside, which is awesome. I love this stuff. Okay. (laughs) So um, I hated my handwriting. So part of the craziness of my journaling was that I hated my handwriting. Every single journal journal entry would say, I hate my handwriting. Mm -hmm. And I meant it. I hated it. So I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I hate my handwriting. So I'll check this out. I had no idea um, what this was going to do for me because I was in a um, cycle at that time of my brain the physiology of my brain had brought up a depression cycle, which was already familiar for me Mm. from my childhood, which there's another book here. I'm going to write it down right now. Super brain. Ooh. By a um, little known MD by the name of Tupac Chopra and Ah. um, a PhD called uh, Rudolf Tanzi. So these guys are, um, talking about uh, Rudolph is trying to find a cure for Alzheimer's anyway oh that's um, awesome I want to touch on this yes because these are connected so I start this book and it's goddamn impossible Mm. (laughs) it's just as addictive as it is fun and difficult to change your handwriting because you are not changing your hand Mm. You're, you're building a new neural pathway in your brain Wow. So you're watching your hand like fritz out and like fling pins. So it's like being in third grade or second grade all over again. Or trying an art class where you're like trying to try, whatever. I've never done an art class. (laughs) (laughs) You can wait till you're 60 like Louisa. I'm just mine. So I, she, the way that she approaches it is she says that um, every single letter you write is an affirmation. And I'm like, well, I work with affirmations. Well, what am I saying about myself? So she makes it really easy for you to analyze your handwriting. And um, so I chose three letters, and each letter represents something. So I chose the letters. First of all, I chose a letter that was very difficult for me to try and write the way she told me to write it, which was J. Mm. Well, my maiden name starts with J. So I was like, okay, I can barely write this the way she says, so I might as well start there because that's hard. And she says the amount of difficulty that you have writing this is how deeply you're digging a new I mean it shows the transformation is going to help this is incredible wow so she um, she says start with three letters Um, write three lines capital three lines lowercase of each letter and then write uh, a line of that letter at the beginning the middle and the end a line of or three lines of each but what she's really doing is tricking us into journaling every day and then she says like write two pages of whatever so um, I started with J, which happens to be the letter of intuition. Uh, so um, she says, if you're one of these people who's like, dang it, I knew I should have listened to my gut. Why didn't I listen? Uh, so my mother brought me up to listen to my intuition. But I still would have that experience all the time where I was like, I knew that was going to happen. And I didn't just listen. I, I logicized my way out of it or whatever. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. Logicized. Also not really a god i do that i do that all the time work with jay mm, mm-hmm. i would write in my journal brought to you by the letter j so um so i started with j i started with s because it was about balance and it was also very difficult for me to write the, that one the way she said and i also started with p 
because that's a self-love letter and I preach about self-love to people constantly and I was like well maybe I since I talk about that so much I should maybe try and embody that so um the reason this connects to the super brain book is because one of the things that they talk about in the super brain book is how when you're dealing with depression um people use this word a lot they throw it around like i'm so depressed today and they don't really realize that this is a physiological thing that's happening in your brain Mm -hmm. and it's something that occurs typically because you have um situations kind of getting thrown at you that you can't predict they're out of your control and your brain gets overwhelmed and you're like oh and it fritzes out and the signs of this are repressed sleep ability you can't really sleep that's usually the first thing that goes um your anger response is heightened your sexuality is repressed and then basic like empathy things like ability to relate to others kind of gets like you're like what do you what is this person saying to me i can't really figure it out or you misread people Mm -hmm. which is unusual for me so I was this was happening in my life at the time that I started this book which is why the universe loves me and mm. this happened. so um so I started doing this handwriting and I noticed um I'm showing up to work on time <laughs> which mm. is rare I'm always five minutes late always mm. um having meditated um having exercised having done all of my things for myself that bring balance which is what the s is about it's about balance um so you can talk to about G. Your last name is Granger. Uh-huh. Love me some G name people. Okay. And so, it's my hardest letter. That's what I was thinking in my head while you were talking. Uh, that's I I'm not gonna put you on blast, but I no, know. No, put a blast put it on blast. Um G is uh about prosperity. Mm-hmm. And which is a direct reflection of um what money is to us is according to Vimala, and I agree. What money is to us is what our dad is to us. Mm. so um for those of us with whatever going on with our dad really try and look at that i'm trying to i'm trying to give you an example so so people can work out what you mean exactly i mean my dad always had a lot of money and i think i just got used to him giving me money but what, aside from his money, what is he for you? So oh, I, can I you, thought you meant with money. Okay. So I can give you examples of this. Scary. Um, yeah. 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 Scary. So if you have an absent father, look at that. Mm, no. If you have a father where you're like, F him, I don't need him. Look at that. <laughs> you know. I have a dad who I'm like, he's still, kind, oh, he still kind of treats me like a baby. Mm-hmm. And he was like, my parents are still married and he was very there, but. So I expect money to kind of treat me like a baby too. Well, you have a relationship where you're invalidated in a way. Yeah, yeah. You're not validated by the prosperity. Mm-hmm. So a feeling, um, you know, when somebody lessens you or treats you like an infant, yeah, um, that's invalidating. You know, mm-hmm. so to feel like you're not having prosperity flow for your efforts mm-hmm. um, could be how that shows up. So an example of this for me, for my personal example, because whatever, here it is. My father's dead, so I can talk shit about him. <laughs> He's not a commie later. Uh, I mean, he might. That would be weird. Um, so uh, for me, and here's what's great about this practice. This is what is so, because I'm, uh, I'm a Scorpio, so I've always had a lot of gnashing of teeth and drama around any kind of growth. Mm. You know, like, oh, it has to be hard. With certain issues, I was always afraid to tap into them because I'm like, I'm not going to be functional. I'll be mm. so emotional. How am I even going to handle this? You know. So what's great about um, this handwriting practice is that it gives you a new option in your brain. Mm. 
So when you build a new neural pathway around prosperity or around balance or around self-love or around listening to your intuition, when the same situation comes up, you just have another option instead of the same old thing you've always been using. Yeah. So, so for me, I started practicing the G and I had a windfall within three days, which, okay, whatever. But what insight came into me and it came to me painlessly was that I had shame about money, about making money. I would belittle how much money I made to people because I was, I felt ashamed. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't love money Mm. (laughs) because I felt shame about loving my father and missing him because Mm. he was such a shit to us Uh. and to my mother and my sister. He, he was, you know, musician, whatever. Um, drummer specifically. Oh, drummers. Come on. Come on guys. Come on. Do better. Learn the trumpet. (laughs) Do something. In the horn section. (laughs) So, um, so that came to me and I went, and it wasn't this painful Mm. moment. It was like, Oh, wow. Okay. And it shifted my prosperity idea so much to where I was like, I worked hard and I earned this money and I'm very proud of it. I love money. Money's great. Thank you, money. Um, I will be practicing my G's. Pra- okay. Practice <laughs> your G's and I'll show you how. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another example, and this one came from a family member, the way that she felt about money was that I don't need money. Mm. I don't need money. I made it work. I raised two kids without money. I don't need a lot of money. And she was able to raise two kids without money because she lived in a place where she could chop down her heat and burn Mm. firewood and she could hunt her food to feed her children. Like that's why she didn't need money. But she also didn't have any need for her father because he didn't contribute very healthily. Mm. So, but what that does is it doesn't really help you attract money. You know, when you have that, like, I don't need it. It's not, that's not a great attraction pattern. So take a look at that. It's very interesting. And you don't even have to look at it. If you practice the G, these insights will come to you. It's very interesting. I am obsessed. It's so great. Okay. So the reason I think this is so important for people who are a hot damn mess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, who are you looking at? Yeah. And <laughs> myself included. All can vouch for that. Anyone who knows me. Um, is because um, what what Tansy and, and uh, Chopra talk about in Superbrain is how the most holistic way to kind of bitch slap your brain out of its cycle where these certain parts of the brain are highlighted the the most holistic way to stop that cycle from happening is to build a new neural pathway is to do something to start learning something hard mm-hmm. um, something that you kind of don't want to do like you know when you're learning something and you hit that wall where you're like Ugh, I need a break I'm done take your little break for 15 minutes and then come back and bang your head up against that wall because that's when you're doing something that is actually shifting your brain and helping you learn something. Start writing with your left hand or try and learn a musical instrument or a language. These all sound like really hard ideas. Yes, they are hard (laughs) ideas, but you can do it. You can do it simply. You can do it, uh, you know, do something different in your workout. Okay. Take a new route to work. Sure. Now you're speaking my language. No, 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 no. We were, we were speaking earlier this morning as well about learning a new language Mm -hmm. to like build a new you. You can be a different person when you speak that language in your brain. uh, Absolutely. And when you do those hard things, um, it, and what it did for me, what had happened, um, when I was dealing with this depression and this was, I don't know, 2011, one of my dogs had died. Oh no. But 
She was my rock star and I love her. Um, but it was because I didn't lock the gate. Oh, no. And I was in the dark, dark space. Yeah. Dark space. And and I have so much shame already because of my religious upbringing. But I, um, I really had to... Th- Think, thankfully all of these things came together to help me be able to have really fucked up and still be able to love myself through that yeah and and when you're in depression there's no reasonable reasonable thing happening Mm-mm. there's nothing reasonable happening Mm-mm. so um learning something new and hard is a very um difficult thing to do when you're depressed because you don't even want to get out of bed yep but if you want to um if you want to start doing little things differently try brushing your teeth with your left hand and maybe don't close talk anyone that day but yeah (laughs) exactly or you know obviously not if you're left-handed already but you know no i love that put like your sock on the other foot first Yeah. yeah yeah just simple stuff that you know like um something that i do from my my uh karate practice um my my sifu i told him i'm a clon- i'm super clumsy and he said well <laughs> start putting your socks on while you're standing up so you lift uh, one foot up and you put your sock on well i had so many bruises that week while i was starting that but i was able to do it eventually and get that body awareness and have that habit and now i just do it all the time uh-huh so stuff like that that you're gonna do every day anyways so like a, a little something like that will change your brain in a little way but that changes other things it it's like a butterfly you, effect it, gi- it gives this stuck where this energy is just running through these routes mm-hmm. of, of you know um anger mm. repressed sleep you know your insomnia that happens and all mm-hmm. that stuff that happens and then it goes oh but we're darting over here so it sends it off of this Right. It moves it off the uh, the railroad wheel. or whatever. That the railroad wheel. wheel. Hamster wheel. <laughs> Hamster wheel. There we go. I tried railroad wheel. I like it. A railroad we, wheel. We were, we were there. We were there. We knew that it was not a good cycle. So. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, um, I wish I had this book in right now, but it, uh, Super Brain was very helpful for me. And also realizing there's nothing wrong with my soul. Mm, yeah. <laughs> this is my brain, which isn't really me. Just like this body isn't me and my hair. I'm not my hair. Thank you, Indy Um But that that idea that this is a physiological thing. Mm. I'm the boss of my brain, too. So I'm going to just take control here and take some power back. I love that so much. Yeah. I love practical things, yes. too to change well because we a lot of people in this in the metaphysical community are honoring just one or two aspects of themselves Mm. you know they're doing these meditations where i'm not my mind i'm not my body but we did choose to incarnate into a body Mm. we do need to honor our body just like we need to honor our emotions Mm -hmm. and we need to honor our brains and our need to learn yeah and our spirit um needs to be exercised and and honored as well so I think all of it really needs to be um, integrated. Yeah. yeah, integrated. Yeah. And, it, you know, some of us are dominant in one way or the other. I'm very much a uh, fire and water dominant person, meaning fire is my spirit aspect. I am very dominated by that. Mm. I'm also very dominated by my emotions. Whereas my husband, for example, he's all brains and body. Ah, yeah. So he and I could really get super codependent if we weren't careful, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we're not. But um, that's my favorite, though. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we're not careful. (laughs) Um, So it it for me, it's important to make sure that I honor my brain and my curiosity. Mm -hmm. 
and also exercise more because oh I my can, gosh right I can check out of my body I didn't spend a lot of time in my body growing up I was always floating mm-hmm. you know escaping so um I have to in order to stay balanced I need to recognize where I'm lacking and make sure that I'm I'm practicing and exercising those aspects of myself so um yeah I mean it's all about balance Ugh. moderation and all that crap. balance yeah do you think we can kind of have it all Absolutely. Oh, okay, good. I think if we decide we can have it all, then we can have it all. I really don't think anything is limiting us except for... Limiting beliefs. Okay. So what... Okay, so Nicole told me that you have um, manifesting tools where you use the moon. I do. Um, I have like I said maybe earlier sometimes grounding is an issue for me mm-hmm. um because I'm all spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I um like to use nature um to keep me on track and to keep me checking in with myself so um the moon goes through various gosh we were talking about this earlier today that's gonna happen a lot um uh, so the moon has all these phases it doesn't ever stay the same for you know it's got your 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 power time, like what it's at right now, Mm. your, you know, fruition time, your manifestation time. Um, it has the time where you need to look ahead and plan. Mm. Um, and these are all different phases of, of the moon, the gibbous moon versus the psalmic moon. And I have this written down at home, but, um, what, when I'm really, uh, being conscious about, um, staying on track because I am not really that ambitious of a person. <laughs> That's great to know about yourself. <laughs> well, I, but what that does is it makes it so that I'll let these powerful tools of manifestation just kind of sit around because I'm like, I, I've manifested a lot of things that I've planned on having my whole life. Yeah. Your life seems pretty great to me. I, and I'm very happy, but it's not, I mean, stagnant energy does happen in nature, mm. but it sh- doesn't need to stay like that forever (laughs) so so there are things that I do need to expand and I realize that I'm kind of stuck in right because I'm experiencing this joy so much and loving it from the accomplishments of what the work that's come before maybe I'm you know just kind of sitting there for a little bit too long but when I really want to stay on track I it's important for me to use moon energy because it's a monthly check-in I mean it's many times a month I'm checking in this month what I need to look ahead and plan what I'm going to learn and then um you know like putting further energy behind that uh, fortifying that and then checking in about what you need to release Mm -hmm. in order for the next cycle to come really and then when you get to the full moon like what you did last night was a perfect example of of what I use the full moon for so when you get to the full moon it's about manifestation time and when you have um, worked towards something it's really important to recognize that the authentic emotion of joy arises from hard work Mm. so when you get to the full moon that's about the manifestation time so all of all of the energy that you put in Uh, during the month then comes to fruition and you do stuff like what you did last night right that's a perfect example of full moon energy you celebrated you had time with a friend where you guys had your girly time Mm -hmm. it's a very feminine energy yeah um and men can celebrate the moon as well just like i celebrate the sun Mm -hmm. you know but um it, you you treated yourself to a soak in the tub and some great herbs and some wine, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> you had a really good time. This is the authentic emotion of joy arising from the efforts that came before. I love that. So it's not just like you're you're manifesting. You're really 
soaking in that joy energy that arose from hard work. And so I'll, it's like planting a seed at the begin at the new. Yeah, and I'll I'll text you a picture of this little cheat sheet I have about oh, what great. each phase of the moon means. And it's Wonderful. Just a of words. And of course, I I'm like, there's like four or six different. Oh, that's awesome. Times, you know, one's a quarter moon, and the. I will be posting this to the superficial yeah. magic. I'll, I'll yeah. Vibrators I'll, Facebook page. Little, we used to have these great moon charts that had this broken down, and I just cut off this one part. I love so it. Same thing. I would love that. But it's really handy to stay on track. And to just kind of figure out this month, what is my goal? What is my intention? And this doesn't ha- I mean, you can really look at your, the four levels of yourself and go, is my intention this month about my mind, mm. my air quality, my in- intellect? Is my, is my intention this month about my earth quality, my body? Mm. Or is it about my water quality? Is there something about my emotions that I need to focus on? Or is there something about my spirit that I want to learn or gain or, or expand? So you can even choose like which element of yourself you're working on. Wow. Or maybe you're working on all of it. Maybe like you're going to honor all of those things that month in specific ways. And what do you, what, what do you think about like, I, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Please remember what you're going to say. Cause oh. it's so much more important I'll than what I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> but what do you think about saying stuff like, um, I'm going to double my income this month or something like that instead of like an intention that's more spiritual body, mental based. Do you think that? I think that is a body. Okay. um, Okay. I consider that a body thing. Got it. Because that is about um, your physical body and your physical needs. I mean, you, and granted it it gives you satisfaction on a lot of levels when you double your income in a month. Mm -hmm. But um, I would consider that earth based. I would consider that my, my earth element, my body element. Okay. But some people might consider that their mind element, like maybe their all of their income comes through intellectual things. So that got it. But when it comes to like our air element, I usually think about learning. Mm-hmm. Um, people who do research, um, like my sister is an example of somebody who's air and earth dominant. Got it. She's a Gemini. She's extremely intelligent. She's always researching. If there's something, if we're in a conversation and like we don't know the answer, like what's the life cycle of a flea? You know. Uh, she's got it right there. Like I'll go potty and come back and like, she's got the answer. She knows, mm-hmm. all the, you know, like, um, but she's also very physical. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very, I mean, she does runs marathons and does Spartan races and can move so much weight and it's just gorgeous, you know? So that is, um, somebody who is dominant in certain elements Got you know, it. In, the way, in different ways than I am, but she has her two-legged table mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like the motorcycle thing mm-hmm. like me where you're cruising along but if you only have two wheels if you stop <laughs> you right know, down you go down 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 you go yeah. okay that's really cool because i like thinking of it at like planting a seed at the beginning of the mm-hmm. month and watching and nurturing it. it yeah and going okay now i'm checking in on that seed remember what your intention is and this is when a journal comes in handy mm-hmm. what was my original intention how am i honoring this aspect of myself and 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 fortifying that so and it helps you um not just do the um thing where you're like this is gonna happen right <laughs> and then you're not putting um remembering that you're human and action effort just helps you manifest because it's showing that you love and honor your intention enough to fortify yourself and, mm. and to um put energy towards that yeah it's a it's a great way to um to really say i'm dedicated to this i'm not just 
I'm not just trusting the universe, which we are all aspects of the universe. I'm, I'm trusting the universe and I'm trusting all the universe has brought me to funnel this energy into this intention. Yeah. What do you do if you are wasting a lot of energy on stuff that isn't um, viable or stuff that you want to let go, but you can't? Mm. seem to do it like what about <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking of like big time sucks for me or like infatuation mm-hmm. or past resentment or um, just l- l- energy sucks that I'm like wow I could um, build a you know city with all this energy mm-hmm. what do you do you do anything well I I like to um, really remember the power of uh, neuroplasticity and retraining mm. of the brain because what happens when you're dealing with an obsession and I notice this a lot with people who are into um, like conspiracy theories mm. their brain is so geared towards thinking about the same thing over and over again and it seems really important and pressing but it's not really um, there's a lot of energy going into it and it's not really going anywhere mm. so so it it's tricky because you you want to really notice when you're when you're starting the obsessive thing you right know? you want trying to notice that is the key so that's really a starting point and using using um your language out loud mm-hmm. um, helps a lot like when you are making a change and you notice that you're about to do the same thing that you always do oh okay so when you when you notice that you want to say oh and I like to say these things out loud. I'm a very audio person. You might have noticed by how much I'm talking. <laughs> so, uh, so. Lucky us, for real. You are just a wealth of knowledge. I could Thank do you. this all day. <laughs> so um, when you notice that you're, you're doing your obsessive thing, mm-hmm. um, it's good to say things like, and this sounds like just a wishful thinking or affirmation, but it really is you telling, your, you're the boss of your brain and it's your brain that's stuck on this cycle. It's not your spirit that's stuck on the cycle. Ah, good point. So it's your spirit that's gonna, the boss of your brain and the boss of your arms and your boss of mm. all of these things. So you really want to say something along the lines of, um, I was about to do that thing again. Mm. And try not to attach a shame emotion to it because when you attach emotions to these, um, and I was talking about this earlier um, again today. Thank you, Dina. Um, when you attach an emotion to a neural pathway like if you have a, a, a habit a cycle that's really dug in your brain that you've always done where you're doing this like self-hatred thing or or whatever your obsession is mm. this lack of forgiveness or totally self-hatred we can put that on the railroad yeah, let's wheel put that on, you know whatever the, <laughs> the like not having your own back thing is mm-hmm. whatever it is um when you attach an emotion to it it makes that pathway really stronger it's not just the physiological thing then your emotional body is attaching to it and getting in there and like digging that deep so hang loose mm-hmm. hang loose oh I was about to do that thing mm. right now I'm choosing to do something difficult instead ooh and then that goes back to the yeah. we're hitting a wall yeah. and changing the neural right. pathway so then go do something um, and catching yourself is the key so this yeah. is important to really and m- making statements to your to your brain so folks hey brain in the future, when I notice that I'm doing this, I'm going to interrupt this again. Mm-hmm. Because the more times you interrupt it, you're, you're, you're stopping that cycle. And then when you choose to do something else, and you know, you replace one addiction with another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <know>? But, but <laughs> it's, there are ways that we can support um, 
a manic tendency you know we can we can utilize that energy and go okay normally i would (laughs) Mm -hmm. sit here and spin out on the same thing and i already know it goes nowhere i already know i'm draining my energy my creative energy Mm -hmm. i know that i'm already sapping myself so when i catch that i'm gonna laugh Mm. I'm going to laugh at that, hang loose, and then I'm going to go and shift and do something else. Like something I notice when I, every time I want to do something, I'll just put on my Pimsleur method to practice Spanish instead. Oh, yeah. And and that is, um, it's a choice that you have to make in that moment. It's comfortable to do these same cycles. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot of energy clearing practices, and there's another book that I don't have here um, by Deborah Katz called um, You Are Psychic. Ooh. And, um, she talks a lot about um, I love that. how to ground yourself, how to drop things out of your energy field, um, how to protect yourself, how to pull your energy in so you're not touching. Like, right, I am right now. Oh, yeah. Like, so your energy isn't being affected by everybody else's all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, way to kind of groom yourself and take responsibility for yourself. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of different practices you can do. Carla McLaren has a great section in here about contract burning. Like if you've made Ooh. some kind of contract with yourself that when this situation comes up, I have to deal with it that way. Um, write that out on a contract and set it on fire. She has a great, all her grounding practices are really I, I'm I'm buying that book. I'm, and I'm getting the handwriting one great. too. It's great. It's just... I can't say enough about them. They've helped me a lot. I have, But I have a whole team of support. And I've, you know, like as far as these authors go, um, I've needed this help. Yeah. I needed this help. And, and, um, some people are like, well, get over your issue, get over it. Like you're so dramatic. You're so emotional. But for me, my life is motivated by, um, things that will make my internal landscape more peaceful. Mm -hmm. Same. Because that's where the danger lies for me is, is, um, not having my own back, really being super harsh, thinking really terribly about what others perceive, Mm. um, me to be you know like really you know a lot of that just a lot of shame and a lot of um self-doubt and self-hatred and a lot of that comes from three energy i have Mm -hmm. that 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 feeling of rejection yeah very common yeah for three people so for me it's just really been important to discover these things about myself yeah i mean these are all important things i feel like everyone should do and it's so easy yeah to start yeah it is and there's a lot of help out there yeah there's a lot of things out there and and it's nice to take a recommendation from someone that's why i have my books sitting here but i think the bottom line to me is if you're not willing to heal yourself you're probably hurting someone (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) oprah aha moment and and that's not just like you're probably hurting someone if you chose to be in a relationship or if you chose to have children if you choose to have a job and you're in a space where you have a lot of wounds that you're not willing to heal, you're probably hurting your coworkers. Mm. You're probably hurting the chick at the grocery store. You know, yeah. like it's, it, we are, um, we are all connected after all, you know? Oh my goodness. So yeah. I think, I mean, I noticed that I hurt people when I was younger. I noticed, oh, wow, I'm the one hurting people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's not Oops. anything I thought was yeah. going to go down. I'm a kind person. Mm-hmm. But if you can't love yourself, if you if you have a lot of self-hatred, somebody else might love you. But if you don't value yourself, you're not going to realize how important you are to them. And you're going to do flippant things yeah. that harm others. You yeah. Know? So... Excuse me. I was probably not far enough from the mic. <laughs> um, so, 
I yeah, I've I've done a lot of um, nerding out on these books, and I, a lot of what I do with people is um, analysis. Like I have great readers here at the shop who are intuitive readers. They use old modalities of cards and palm and whatnot. That's not at all how I help people. I help people by analyzing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very analytical mind, and and your handwriting, your name, your numerology, your birthday. I think your family, your birth order, um, your nationality, your culture, everything. I think we're using all of it to help ourselves evolve. Mm, yeah. So. Uh, and a lot of times I notice redundancies. Like I notice like, um, like for me, for example, let's talk about me. <laughs> Please. Uh, I'm a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Um, Scorpios are notorious for like issues of sensitivity, rejection, um, envy and jealousy, mm-hmm. um, control, um, trust issues big time. Um, my numerology is about trust. The letters in my name are about trust. Like I, oh. I was not messing around when I chose all this stuff. I really need to learn about these issues in this lifetime. It's not, um, it's not like, oh, what are my focuses at all? <laughs> yeah, like, you really need to get with this, and that will really help you resolve some things. So, so I notice that all the time in people. People have the the balance number in their name in several places, and they have the balance numerology. You are a good example of this. Eight is the prosperity number uh-huh. prosperity and abundance of power g is about prosperity mm. <laughs> so it's um common to have these redundancies so that you can keep on slapping your head against the wall until you kind of like knock that door open in a way that is my door to knock open mm-hmm. it is a deep deep it's a fun one i i've it's it, like for it me, is a fun one <laughs> it is it is it's like a light one you yeah. know it's it's fairly light well i mean i i developed insomnia when I was a little girl over like financial and fear stuff Mm. and that stuff stayed with me it was such a big deal for me I Mm. I remember having a reading it would have been 10 years ago and and the reader said you've made money this big monster in your life Mm. and I was like yeah I'm I'm like always worried about whether or not I'm gonna have enough and I remember um, at the end of last year before my birthday, I was purging these closets because that's how I do. Before my birthday, I like to get rid of old stuff and, and clean and get things organized. And I found a journal from, I guess it was five or six years ago. And it was before my husband and I started this like um, this program of, of how to get our money right. Right. And it was, um, it's a, what's that guy's name? Dave Ramsey. Yes. Dave Ramsey. So mm-hmm. he, he does the total money makeover. My sister, who's very prosperous, gave us this book. Fortunately, my husband and I both read it, which is key. Uh, yes. <laughs> which is key. Um, but in my journal pages, everything was about getting that money thing handled. It was such an obsession with me. Mm. And now I don't have that issue at all. I'm unconcerned. Prosperity, like, it's not, it's like, I know it's coming. I, I don't. And this was like my life's fear of poverty mm. <laughs> you know it was like something that I developed a insomnia over and now it's nothing to me and this is this is obviously because of a lot of work but a lot of g work too yeah yeah a lot of g work <sighs> and it helped me with I mean g work was really significant for me because I have a lot of daddy issues and it and my father was not available to me <laughs> and money was not available to me so wow. um and 
and there was always the fear of loss of him. I always had, I had a lot of dreams when I was younger that he was dying or he was going to die or he was sick or he's in an accident. I had all these, these fears and he did end up dying, but like that was a, an example of how I felt about money. It's always, it's about to leave. It's about to go. It's, mm. If I have it, it's about to go. It was just such a crazy cycle. And it was amazing to me how helpful and painless um, the handwriting book was for me. I mean, it wasn't painless because my hand would cramp. Right. I was going to say, I mean, it sounds it sounds hard, mm -hmm. but I cannot wait to do it. Oh, it's so great. Please, and you'll be journaling. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'll be journaling. Mm -hmm. Please promise us that you'll join the Superficial Magic Facebook group and that you'll, we can come do this Not again with you. Facebook. Okay, well, promise that we can come do this again. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would love that. You are that. just a wealth of knowledge, <laughs> a lovely human being. I didn't ask anything about you. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> let's let's talk about me. No, I'm kidding. Um, Okay. Talk about the shop again. So um, the Mystic Merchant in Solvang, California, um, founded by Joelle Stapleton. Um, it, we've been here 17 years mm. in June, late June uh, is 18 years for us. So we're really excited about that. So we have um, we're all rock nerds here. Great. So we have a lot of uh, crystals and minerals, a lot of specimen pieces. If you don't care about the metaphysics of stones at all, we have a, a lot of stuff for your for your geology needs here. But we have um, not a huge book section, but we have a lot of metaphysical books here. We have different um, things to focus on for people of all different cultures. So this is basically a place where people come when they're just following their spirit and not their programming. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so. so um, this place is invaluable to a lot of people in this community and elsewhere. I mean, before I worked here, I came here. It was like such a huge treat for me. It's a place where my spirit was at peace. People come here on their lunch break just to chill out, you know, just yeah, to like get a the little. The energy is yeah. so good. It's, and I'm, thank you for saying that. It's a huge compliment because mm -hmm. places like this, you have to watch out because, um, there's so many crystals in here and it amplifies the energy of whoever's working here. Oh. So if I'm not in a good vibe. I have to check myself real quick or I will start attracting some crazy stuff in here. Oh, yeah. This is yeah. so circles. We've Everything we've talked about, we've talked about earlier. So it's just... There's something, go you know. It's, you know, time's not real. Con yeah. consciousness. What's you know, happening? Yeah. I love magic like that. Well, you are certainly magic oh, and I am certainly so superficial. So <laughs> the meeting has just been perfect. Um Yes, we're coming back out, Jess. We 100% are. Uh, I've loved talking to you more than anything, and we will talk to you soon. Um, vibrators, I love you, and I will talk to you next week. This is what you gotta do. Ain't no treadmill. No, no, no. Ain't no bicycle. No, no. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.